was on camera. No. And now for some ASMR. I'm... <laughs> it would help if I had the mics on. What? <laughs> You're gonna edit that out, right? Hundred percent. We don't really have a good edit function if we're pre-recording. <laughs> Here, some ASMR. This is like breakfast in a nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a clip. That's a clip. <laughs> that, oh, was that, cool. was, that was gold. That was gold. That was quick. Was, that, that was, was cool. Great. Rachel doesn't gave you a brain. <laughs> oh, there it is. Dropped it. Rachel don't gave you a brain, bro. <laughs> it's okay. She doesn't listen or watch. So. She probably thinks we're all. She cons- doesn't know much about. He she, actually. He she even, probably thinks we're conspiracy. He even thirst. told me. No, he told me. He's like, she doesn't know much about that stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> ah, so you're hiding us, huh? <laughs> We get. I would too. I would. I would. I I would hide us too. (laughs) I'm tripping. Yeah, we're we're not exactly a selling point for your personal (laughs) relationships, Elijah. Oh, here's Mike and Massey. Where are you going? (laughs) Were those the guys that were mentioned at the school board meetings who interviewed Amy and what's her name? The crazy right wing conspiracists. Which. What if we, we only, are? What if we only had a right wing? <laughs> what do you we mean? In circles. <laughs> Just right wing. No, that's left. Le- no, that is right. <laughs> left would be this way. Right would be this. Way. I'm sure the audio listeners are very concerned about. Which I'm talking about 360s. <laughs> Imagine flapping one wing and you're still flying. You just be like a little turn. Why are we doing? Anyways, gosh, God welcome. bless. Welcome to self-evident podcast. Come on everyone. In. This is take a seat. You got to get in the mind of Massey and Mike here. There's not much to find. It's scary. It is it's cool. A cavernous hole. It's a ca- cavernous hole. Get into the mind if you dare. <laughs> I, I'll say yesterday was an amazing day. I think, you know, we're, we're in the church. We're, we're pastors. Yep. At the church and 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 it's it's awesome to we're leaders we don't put it that way pastor is such an overused term we are leaders we do have the title of pastor that that's i love it i i love it to watch all those people worship and pastor todd gave fire words bro like, yeah he did Jeez, you know what i mean like he he pretty much preached pentecost and the resurrection at the same time i'm right. like why do i even do what i do and like and why he, he preached everything in in a matter of an hour <laughs> like did. it was like i what else do we say right. here he did the whole he did the resurrection he did pentecost he did the, the holy spirit baptism he did forgiveness forgiveness and then he did a gospel presentation yes that that i i put in my phone that i want to use that one as the altar call for school of ministry because we've got two old altar call videos that's probably the best altar call I've ever seen. I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I steal those. Oh, like yeah. when I go out on the road, oh, and yeah. like, yeah, I love the way he does the gospel presentation. Like, mine is very straightforward, but his like explains the garden and all that stuff. It's like you know why 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 the tree was there. It's just really cool. Anyways, great service. Yes. Uh, she even throws in a humdinger. Old Alicia threw in, "Look what the Lord has done," there you and go. that threw them all in a tizzy. 
all them old school ags <laughs> buddy they were up they were moving all the old people but the Lord had that. i mean it was like wow everybody dude seriously right everybody and they mamas was up dude anybody that had a wheelchair forget that thing they were all jumping they were it was back man 80s is back or 90s whatever it is you know it was a fun day man <laughs> wasn't it yeah. i thought it was cool and then no, all these new good. kids are like what the, what is this song i've did anybody else notice that it has become it's it's become practice to say resurrection day not easter in our church yeah. yes yeah i noticed that um but i noticed it outside of our church because too. we don't like bunnies yeah we uh bunnies are food and bunnies legs this has been biology by Massey and Mike. <laughs> if you're a homeschool student looking for extra biology courses, come to us. We'll never steer you wrong. Never at all. <laughs> they lay Cadbury eggs. It's it's in it's in the books. Huh? Just not Anywho's. the right books. How stupid. I mean, look, whatever. If you're gonna do the egg, whatever. But like seriously, Easter eggs and bunnies? whatever you know it was it's, a good service resurrection it was awesome like christmas and fat guys breaking into your house easy how you're talking about fat guys oh i'm sorry sensitive it's topics sorry. <laughs> sensitive anyway so like we <laughs> but <laughs> no seriously i thought yesterday it was like one of those like no it was a really good service it was a really really awesome service we had a really good podcast friday i mean i got a lot of comments from it um, many people, actually a few people walked up to me at church, uh, a couple of texts, and, you know, we're going to well, say in the onset of that I must, <laughs> they were yeah, like, it was know. great until the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then Mikey just and dropped it, out it, and said nothing for seven and a half minutes. I'm like, I'm just going to carry the show. I'm going to carry the show. I was spent. So one of the, one of the things we want to say in the onset, when we're doing podcasting, you guys know our heart. We're not out to mock people. That is not our thing. You know, once in a while, we'll throw in some satire or whatnot, but because we want to be funny and, and we love being funny. We love being um, on that vein, but we never want to mock people. So if, if there was anything of offense in that, that where you thought it was mocking, we apologize. That is not our thing. That's not our, that's not our creed. Um, we know what we're saying. Um, and if, and if at all you felt, you know that, that that having fear is 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 a mockable thing. It's not. It, I, I, fear is real. I've experienced it. Uh, Carrie's definitely experienced it. Uh, my wife, I, I should say, Mikey. All of us, we've experienced it. So we never want to mock that. Um, and and we, we we can't justify if 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 that happened. We're not we're not doing that. I went back and looked at it. I'm like, I don't I don't see it. But I just making if, sure we apologize and say, look, that's not us. That's who we are. If and. I, I'll put it this way. I don't think we did, and if somebody took it that way, we're we're sorry for that because that wasn't our intention. Right. right now, fear is a yeah. liar. Right, and and I think it's important to. There, the fear can create apathy uh -huh. and passive nature. Uh -huh. And one of the things that we were hitting on was rebuking that apathy and passive nature that the fear created. Right, right? like. You you choose what you do with fear and you decide how you go forward with fear. And a lot of people are living in fear 
and and are passive and apathetic to it and so they just kind of sit in their house and and sit in the corner and hope that everything turns out okay even though they are telling themselves it's not going to turn out okay right and the whole point of the podcast was stop taking in this massive fear influence in your life that all these conspiracy theorists these doom and gloomers these last day predictions and all of that i mean back in the 80s what was it 88 reasons that jesus is coming in 88 or whatever and oh well that didn't work out so 89 reasons he's coming in 89 like yeah 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 when when you get your eyes on that type of stuff you're distracted you're you're led astray because you're not just focusing on christ and that was the whole point of the podcast um and and to massey's point if if you took what we said hard well that wasn't our intention and we're sorry well, for it i don't you know? i don't mind if they got convicted by it and took it hard yeah. it's more the mocking side we're not we're not we're not about that and, and and i've had to make that known to people especially people in our circle you know we're not that is not the ministry we created that's not the ministry we are um i don't think I mean, it's necessary i don't i really don't think it's necessary to, to to mock and everybody will say jesus called Herod a fox cool man you do that you do right. that i just don't i don't recognize anywhere in scripture where christ or god or paul or the spirit let someone to mock someone and then they got converted that's our mission and you know we, we're not trying to be sanctimonious here like we no, we, we make our biden jokes every once in a while we make I said our that. Trump jokes every I once said in a while you know once in a, yeah yeah well i mean like once in a while it's satir- satirical and and uh, yeah once in a while <laughs> He makes his own jokes. We just echo them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on. There, there is. You want a, a good riddle? Like, and that's. <laughs> yeah. See, there you go. See, that was easy. Y'all know why you're laughing because it, it's true. <laughs> you want a riddle? Just listen to a speech. Like, what was what? We we do try to be very controlled because it could it could be very. So easy. Mike and I have yeah. debated this for a long time with self-evidence. Should we be, you know find clips and do that stuff and oh my gosh there are times dude so we tempting. oh we and we can team up and do some doozies and we'd get the views right we'd get the shares we'd get all that stuff we just we're, we're very selective on what we do um and again because i feel we're a ministry you know what i mean i don't to point out someone else's folly to to, to try to change them doesn't make sense but to 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 poke fun at things i think is is just a it's just a tricky place to be and, and we do it but we do it with a point we don't right. do it with like a, we're just showing you how bad the liberals and the right is that's not our point so you yeah like th- this is a really bad example but you won't see us throwing up libs of tiktok stuff and laughing at people's blue hair and nose piercings you know right. like and it's tough because humor is from god that's and and i think sometimes some people forget that that humor is from god and and so you've got to figure out okay what's what is clean conscience humor and and what is something that leans into immoral or or mocking or and and as as we get older as tough as we get older hopefully we get more wise right it it we, we see what we need to do and don't need to do. You know what I mean? I look at some of these, like you said, libs of TikTok, and yeah. I've seen commentators do that, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, 
you remember that meme where that lady screams it's a lady on her the knees trump lady the yeah trump scream and it's like yeah, yeah she got glasses on or yeah, whatever yep. and i'm thinking to myself everybody uses that meme and kind of exposes this person or whatever yep. and i'm thinking to myself dude if y'all like why would we laugh at someone who obviously has an issue demonically like spiritually because right, right. that you could tell that's just a foul way to to conduct your life you know what i mean to just scream like that what is that the, so the point that you get to where you're screaming like that because somebody got elected right and it's not the trump yeah. thing i don't yeah. it's not about trump it's about the, the the bible talks about the fruit of the spirit having one of them having self-control right or or patience and to to see that person do that you think how can i mock someone who's under that kind of oppression like you remember when you were oppressed <laughs> as right. a christian Imagine if people were mocking you. Now, there's a difference between someone continuously walking in their folly. I get that. But, like, I think, too, man, it, it sometimes breaks your heart to see people that way. And yeah. it's like, man, Lord, if I was there, let's just call out deliverance. You know what I mean? Call that thing out. But I'm not there. So it's. And I think I think we kind of turn this into a conversation because what I'm thinking about is Biden. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the Biden. One of our favorite clips. The America can be summed up in a in a single, single word. word. <laughs> <laughs> like, see, but, see, y'all, it's funny. And this is funny. I, I wonder. I wonder is it, the difference is like for me in that joke. Biden's just the vessel of the joke. If anybody <laughs> else had done it, it would still be funny, right? Like, it's true. Like, so it's not necessarily that we're pointing the mocking at biden it's just he's, we were. he's just the vessel of the joke and i don't know maybe i'm splitting hairs this is hard this is hard to do but that, it's a tough place to be you know and and the, don't take this as a call out it's just you'll get those people who are armchair quarterbacking you're like oh you guys shouldn't have made that joke you should make that joke it's like it's for me it's really tough because okay where where is that line right because th that joke is just so funny to me because of the absurdity and what, right. is, what is humor you're 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 pointing out the absurdity of truth yeah. that really is where humor is yeah. you know like the the best humor is like oh that is really absurd about this truth and and to use that biden joke the absurdity is that somebody stood up and said america can be summed up in a single word and then just completely flubbed <laughs> nonsense string you know like you had one word <laughs> you had one word <laughs> that plane crashed that's funny <laughs> and i want you guys to comment as, I mean, as how many you're guys, listening how many of you guys how many of you guys have friends and y'all like do this to them you know so like sometimes when i hear a preacher they screw up their words come on it's right. just it's like it it comes back around. <laughs> oh, and the I do it. Get made, and I, I do it. Beautiful, beautiful example. Like, what the? Oh, bro! You what just, just you just you just killed the show, bro. No, it's here. It is. <laughs> nice. Forever, he reunited brilliant soul. He, the arms of angels. The standing side. Like, 
Come on. How do you not laugh? <laughs> it's not even that we're necessarily well, laughing at the guy. We're, we're it's kind of well, like we're not bro, laughing that, with him. That, he didn't look like yeah. he was laughing. <laughs> he was like, I just biff that. <laughs> I I'll never forget when when you said from the stage the mass right. <laughs> context context right? i was preaching and i put in my notes some of you will say well duh mass you know exclamation point everybody calls me mass not massy and i and i didn't catch it until i was preaching it now as soon as i saw the words i was like dumbass oh no 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 <laughs> no so like even how i said i was like i tried to explain it right yep and it was it just First off, just just gloss it. Don't even don't talk about it. If you see something wrong, don't try to explain the thing because that's what people carried with them the whole oh, yeah. sermon. And oh, it's yeah. like, oh, and, failures as a preacher. And and I think half of the congregation wouldn't have even noticed you noticed said it, it if you hadn't appointed. I'm the it one out. who noticed it, <laughs> and I'm like, well, first off, Mass, where's your head at? Second, do you really think of yourself as such? You do call yourself a donkey. <laughs> I, I I will admit, ass donkey is in my name. M A S S E Y, and he can use a donkey. Yeah, and I, I'm the biggest one. I will admit that. Sometimes I'm a fool for Christ, and actually every day I'm a fool for Christ. And sometimes, what we're saying is, <laughs> let, let me let me let, let me, me just let put me. a bow on this Oof. one for you. Bring her back uh, in. Oh. Uh, uh. Bring it in. Bring it in. You, you and me in. now. You and me now. Bring her in. What we're saying is. Need a Zoom function. We don't mock. I mean, we do, but we, we don't. <laughs> so, like, it's it, the, the, the point. We're not trying to mock them who don't have Christ because we feel like, look, they need conversion. They need salvation. They need Jesus. You know what I mean? And I think that's the biggest thing. So we're not we're not out to try to mock. That's the whole point of this little minute <laughs> win it minute you know trying to justify ourselves for the past 20 minutes <laughs> and then hold ended, on hold on and then ended and then ended it in complete failure by <laughs> yeah. mocking me you know what i'm saying we're not mocking the people you know what is what is that um what is that experiment done with with the cat in it where like you put like poison and oh, you don't Schrodinger's know. cat. Yeah. So when we're mocking people, it's funny, but if you agree with it, it's true. But if you don't, it's just funny. The Schrodinger's cat of mocking. What yes. are we talking about? <laughs> where did this go? Two people go. So it. listen, we had a great Anyways. podcast Friday. <laughs> Good job, guys. Anyway, we're, we're gonna Way reel. to go on Friday. <laughs> we're gonna reel her we're back great. in. We're reeling it back in. Now I hope you're laughing with us because this morning was so listen. Can you is there a way to shoot him pictures? Where's the phone? I'm gonna shoot him pictures of what we were doing the last two nights, which yeah, is why we're not we're not exactly ill-equipped because we're not. Elijah, I'm gonna I will say, you. however, can you upload them? It, it's been a late couple nights because we are we are uh doing some new Working office hard for you some some new office renovations and 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 so it's been last night we were driving home and he he goes hey what are we talking about tomorrow i was like no i actually brought it up to you i was like what are we talking about tomorrow and you're like 
I was hoping you had an idea. <laughs> this was at 10 at night. I'm like, well, if you'd have told me to come up with an idea, I would have come up with one. And we were like, well, it's not that we're unprepared. We we're, were just working on other projects. We're just not prepared today. <laughs> but we're not unprepared. We have things to do. I could talk to you about anything. I can talk about toilet paper for 10 minutes, man. I mean, you give us the you give us you the, give topic, us the topic, we'll do we'll it. Shoot. And hey. you know, the restrict act just, you know, just, just seeing all that stuff, we want to we'll talk about that too. And if you guys don't know, it's it's a terrible act. We need to go do we need to make sure that they don't pass that. But one of the things we didn't cover in this last podcast was about persecution, you know, and and you made a really good point. You didn't really say it in the podcast and and, and it's okay cuz when we get on a roll, you you made some fire declarations at the end, which was I'm going to steal that. You know what I mean? Actually, you know what we should do is make a little trailer out of that. can do that. You know what I mean? That I want to play that at the, yeah. at the events. And uh, it's, he talked about persecution. And I've heard this a lot. And I've even preached this before, that the persecution actually grows the church. It's right. true. I, I know I said it. It's very true, right? But here's what Mike wrote. And I thought it was really good. It says, stop saying that we need persecution to spread the name of Christ. You don't know what you ask. You're not you don't know what you're asking for. If that's your position, then I'll gladly show you the details of what could be really demanded for you of you in the name of Christ. Is that really what you want for the church? Do you really want to speak that type of environment over family and friends? Christ said that the persecuted will be blessed, but he didn't say that he hoped that they would be persecuted. Big difference. He never said, I hope that you're persecuted so that the church would grow. He's saying you would be persecuted so things right. would happen. But it wasn't something that we'd hope for. Like even now, when people are talking revival, and I know this is kind of contrary to a lot of the, the, the talkers out there, but I just want you to hear this. The reason that revival was necessary because the church is dead. So you're saying we need a revival because the church, you're admitting the church is dead. That's what you're admitting. And I'm telling you the church is alive. A revival's happening almost every day in someone else's life. The fact that revival started 2,000 years ago when Christ resurrected. He revived my so like my spirit. He came in and the Holy Spirit dwelled in me two years after I got baptized in the Holy Spirit to go do the works that he's called me to do, to go preach the gospel to every creature, to go seek and save that which is lost, to go heal the and all those things, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers. Give us the giftings that we have, like it talks about in Corinthians and Ephesians, all those things. And you think, <clears throat> did persecution did persecution need to have happen so that I could get saved? No. Ooh, Ooh good point. No. You know what I, you know what my you know what needed persecution? My dead soul, my dead spirit. When when the spirit of God entered in that room that day and Jake was preaching, something happened inside of me that said, I need to convert. I mean, I, I, I can't do this no more. There was this overwhelming sense of guilt and shame over what I'd done. And I hate when people preach, you should feel no shame and guilt of your sin. Are you kidding? You should feel no condemnation of your sin. But dude, when you feel a guilt over your sin. You don't want to touch that. Like when my kids feel guilty, what do they do? They confess their sin to me. They confess what they've done wrong. That guilt. Then I say, okay, here's mercy. We teach right. them, right? Guilt creates confession. I don't, I don't see how that's wrong. That's not unbiblical at all. No, not by any means. You know, and, but and we try to get people off their cross and say, you should feel no guilt of that. It's like, are you kidding? And let Christ take your guilt. And, and to your point, I think modern therapy, modern psychology, all of that, they don't know what to do with guilt. Ooh. And, and a lot of times it, it comes down to, 
there's a form of forgiveness, right? Or a, a form of, well, let's, let's just move past the guilt. Don't feel that guilt. Don't feel that shame. Don't, don't feel that, right? It, we see it bear out in people's lives where they're told repeatedly, don't feel shame for that. Don't feel guilt for that. You, you be you and you keep moving forward. It's like you're creating a lot of spiritual damage in a person because you're not dealing with guilt and shame properly. Where does guilt and shame come from? Now, societal influences, sure, but spiritually there is a guilt and shame that the Holy Spirit points out yeah. to us in the form of conviction, which should point you to Christ because it shows you, Lord, I'm not worthy. I'm not righteous. I need the Savior right. in order for me to be able to, to be and with God, God. Christ then takes away the guilt and shame of the sin right. once you're forgiven and pardoned, right? We've now exchanged the word, and it's okay to exchange words. I think guilt and shame have had a negative connotation for years, which is, in my estimation, not cool. But now we call it remorse, remorse for our sin. That's important to have. To yeah. me, if you're not remorseful over what you've done against the living God, then there's a problem. That's a position of repentance, right. which is now, a result of humility. I don't think you should go looking for the shame. I don't think like, you know, there's sins that, that we commit that we don't even know. I'm not saying go find the remorse of that sin. But when you know you violated the laws of God and man, I didn't listen to you, Lord, about that, that little tinge right there, run to the cross, that little tinge. Why are you feeling that? Because you violated the laws of God. You violated God's word. You maybe didn't listen to him. Maybe you didn't operate in faith. Maybe you didn't give that person the gospel like you were supposed to, whatever that is, right? Whatever, whatever the situation is, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. So that's what led me to Christ. It wasn't that the church was being persecuted that led me to Christ. Right. And the whole reason that I put that in there is because I think it, boy, I'm, I'm going to be splitting a line here and, uh -oh. and hear my heart on it. Uh-oh. I think we in the West, because we don't, we don't put up with persecution. We put up with some mocking and ridiculing. We put up with, with some little bit tough conditions. Um, I don't know that I'd go the length of saying we're being pure persecuted. I guess it depends on your definition. But because we're not in the midst of a massive persecution here in the West, uh, we romanticize it a little bit. Because we recognize martyrs are built the great men of faith, the martyrs, their stories come out of well, persecution. You know what I mean? Yeah, Revelation it, talks about it. You right. Know, the blood of the martyrs will cry out. It's like, I get it. And it, it is romanticized. And that's, in a sense. That's, that was going to be my other point is there there is a spiritually significant nature to going through persecution. Right? Christ says, blessed are you who are persecuted. Okay, so there's blessing in that. So we're not going to deny that there's there's value in going through persecution but i think where the the issue for me is is that what we we hope for and pine for is that what we pray for Ooh. or and, and is that what we set our mind towards of like oh it's the persecution that's going to build the church well, well can't we build the church through the influence of the kingdom of god yeah, like yeah, yeah, can't yeah. we use good news not bad news and and you look at the old testament how often like God wanted to bless his people with peace, with abundance, right? Like, I'd rather be on that train <laughs> than uh, I need persecution for the church to grow. Yeah, you I know? mean, if, if, if persecution was totally intended to grow his people, right, why would he have delivered them from Egypt? 
Nope. He led them into the promised land and to drive out their enemies. Right. Right. They crossed that Jordan. It's wartime. Right. Yeah. So you're driving out your enemies. Who's persecuting who? God's taking care of his enemies. Right. Yeah. Getting rid of them. Get rid of that. The gods and the foreign gods and the land. <clears throat> it, persecution happens because. Here we go. Persecution happens because the world is saying Christ is not real and I don't want to serve you, Jesus. Right. Well, that's just us. We didn't we didn't do our jobs and that's OK. Like now let's go do our jobs yeah. like that. This isn't a guilt thing. This is a hey, let's pick like it up. quit saying well, we're not the church ain't doing it. See, mocking the church ain't doing it. Hey, the church. Where's the church at? You are the church. Shut your mouth and go do it. Be the light. Go be the example. First, second, or first Peter 2.15. This is the will of God that with good works you put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. Go out and do the thing and shut people up. Show them how it's done and then talk about it. That's the testimony. And when you start to do and you get persecuted, you're not going to point your finger back at the bride and say, what are you doing? You're going to say, bride, come. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go do Let's this go. thing. We can. Look at the fruit, right? Look at the fruit. I keep thinking about Pentecost. I got. I can't even... I, I'm about to give it away. I'll get, I can't give it away. I got to <laughs> preach it. <laughs> but people are beginning to lose their jobs. Listen to this. People are beginning to lose their jobs for what they believe and stand for. And that's not a good sign. Mikey was really good about this. He said, ask those who went through communism and they will tell you that's how it begins. Like, you think persecution, some of you is like, yes, the church will grow. Persecution is so necessary. Do you know what you're asking for? Ask Dietrich Bonhoeffer, why was he hung naked in a courtyard? Why? Did you know that all the pastors in Germany were forced to say, we, we swear allegiance to Hitler? And he didn't. And he fled to New York and came back because he's like, I got to partake in that. You know, I, how am I supposed to? I can't let my people do. Moses, can't let my people suffer. Right? Say what you want of Dietrich. His words ring true today. Right? But, dude, he died naked, hung hung in front of everybody, right? Is that what you're asking for? Because, dude, I would rather – here, and look, let's look at Jesus's um, – What's I, I don't want to say antidote to persecution, but, like, uh, the, the, the way to walk with persecution, right? Love your enemies, right? Bless those who curse you. Pray for right. those who despitefully use you and persecute you. Are you ready do to good do to them. that? I'm sorry, do good to them who despitefully use you persecute you, right? All those steps, that's what you're supposed to do with your enemy, not mock them. Yeah. And this is this really in my mind becomes a count the cost conversation. I I think a lot of us don't count the cost when exactly. we start talking about persecution. Exactly. Because we we and a lot of us just don't know. We haven't looked into the history of what persecution for the church can actually entail and that's why i put in that do you really want your family and friends to have to go through that now if god asks it of us okay and i think about uh when when the mother of what james and john come to christ and say let my son sit at your right and left hands i just picture this jewish mother you know <laughs> wants her boys to of course sit at the right and left hands of christ in heaven you know uh, but he even Christ even says, you, you have no idea. You, you don't know what you're asking right now. 
And we glance over that because so often we glance over the significance of Christ's words, but put this in the real context. Right. He's not just glossing over this topic. He is really putting it to her of, do you realize what you're actually asking? They, they're going to have to drink the same cup that I do. That's not a good thing that you should want for your sons. <laughs> you know, no. If you really want persecution, go start preaching in Islamic countries. Right. Just go over there and start preaching. If that's what you want, go. Right. Go look for it. Because if that's what's going to grow the church, I, to me, Jesus taught us how to pray. He told us labors are few, harvest is ready. And again, persecution happens. Dude, and, and in America, persecution is so ridiculous. Like, we can't even compare it to other world, other countries, other, other, other things that have passed, past regimes, past centuries. The persecution we experience now is like, are you kidding? I keep withholding the examples that I've got because I know we have really young listeners. But there's a part of me that wants to do like a short production and talk about like we should this is actually what you could go through if if you're going through real persecution and then you know put a label on it because at the very least do a little research and look into persecution that christians have gone through and truly ask yourself like do i want to go through that if i've got the choice now again if you are doing it for the name of the lord and the lord has called you to that position like Paul. Paul was called to go through a lot. And he did go through a lot. And one of my favorite stories is him getting dragged out of the city and stoned to death. Raised back up, goes right back into the city. Like that is a man on a mission. And, <laughs> and that is a crown in heaven for what he's done. That's awesome. But I thought, I thought where's he going? His favorite story. <laughs> he got stoned to death. <laughs> Good night. Yeah, his stone. Bye. No, that there's a value in persecution, but do we need to go that route? No. I'd rather I'd rather just not go that route. Truth. I'd rather stick into the blessing and abundance of the Lord. And, you know. and that, that that you know, so the show today was a little different. You know, let's talk about the act quick. Okay. Yeah, the the act. Where, where's the picture? The restrict restrict act, the restrict act. That's what it is. And, and we we've had a few questions about it. So just just so you know, and and the the bottom line is this is a a, a another government compliance surveillance research that they can take your information under a vague vague law. Right? Again, that's what yeah. they're doing. Vagueness. Um, any country that they deem an enemy, what, what constitutes that? There's nothing like they can basically demand information from platforms like TikTok and all these other things. And, you know, when people say government should ban TikTok, it's like, no, you as a parent should be banning TikTok from your kids. You got to right. teach them how to live. We don't need more government interference. I don't I don't think people get this. Freedom is literally freedom. It's liberty. Right. You need to teach your kid how to navigate this world. They're uh, they're in this world, but they're not of it. If they're truly Christian, you got to teach your kids. Like we're teaching our kids now. Look at the choices you're making, right? We tell them no YouTube Shorts, no none of that stuff, right? Have they? Have they? Oh yeah, they've tested the waters. And dude, God is so faithful to tell us. Me and Carrie, we'll be like, you're watching Shorts, aren't you? I did yesterday. It's like you're lying to me. 
Yeah, I did this morning. I, mean, I turned it off. I, I forgot. Really? You forgot? forgot. Right? And so we, we know, we, especially if you're asking for the spiritual like discernment in your home, but we're teaching our kids too. It's like, listen, there's liberty and choice and there's consequence in your choice. That's literally what it is. That's the kingdom. Yeah. There's, there's choice and then there's blessing. You walk in blessing when you're not partaking in the things of the world. When you're partaking, oh, there's consequence to it, dude. My kids have experienced it. Dad, I feel that. What What'd you think? You know what I mean? Like, here you go. You want to touch that again? Nope. Okay. So then they don't touch it again, you know? So it just, you got to start teaching our kids. But this Restrict Act is so unique in that what it's doing is saying, and, and this is how they're selling it. We need to ban TikTok. And That's the, all they say about it. Yeah. And, and conservatives will jump on that train because they, they recognize the damage TikTok does just psychologically, but they also see that it's Chinese owned. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard posted this. The Restrict Act not only bans Americans from using TikTok, it is a Patriot Act 2.0 for the Internet. It would give the government unfettered access to all the data of, on our computers, phones, security cameras, Internet browsing history, payment information or payment applications and more. It throws the Freedom of Information Act out the window, cannot be challenged in court, and criminalizes the use of a VPN with up to 20 years in jail and $1 million fine. And all they basically have to do is say that you're having some connection to some foreign entity. And deem that, it. That they've deemed dangerous. And you're the traitor. Yep. Right? You're, the, you're the traitor. Keep in mind, they're making backdoor deals all the time with countries. Right. This, is, so, this is how you know tyranny exists. When they're telling you that it's illegal for you to even partake in those things, when they're the ones making backdoor deals. Right. Hunter Biden. Oh, called out. Joe. Y'all should watch Band of Brothers. Crazy Joe McCluskey. <laughs> Uncle Joe. Crazy Joe. You should just watch it. It's funny. Remember why, that whole why? conversation about mocking? No, you know what's funny is Mike tells me you don't have to say everything that comes to your head. He's right, and I do. <laughs> I don't know why that popped in my head, and I had to say that. I heard the guy's voice, crazy Joe McCluskey, and I was like, you know, <laughs> it just went right out the mouth. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking as I'm saying, I'm like, why? You don't need, you don't need to do that, you know? Now, Obviously, call your senators. Tell them not to pass this. Yeah, this is just more government interference. They don't need it. They don't need my information. Leave me alone. I'm an American. Get off me, right? Even with this whole new world order stuff and the the you know uh, World Health Organization. Again, we just got to step back and say no. We're not going to participate in this. Now, this isn't anything new though. Like she said, it's the Patriot Act 2.0. I remember when the Patriot Act was first signed. Everybody was like, yeah. We need to stop the terrorists. And then all of a sudden, Americans became terrorists. Yeah. Then we needed airport security. Basically, you're guilty till proven innocent. You know what I mean? You're a terrorist. Sweeping up all your information. That's right. We're terrorists until we go through your little line, which nobody ever checks really in those bags anyways. Right? We got to take our shoes off. We're little lemmings walking through the freaking TSA uh, scanning stuff. Right? We've now become the terrorists. Until you're proven innocent, but you're a terrorist. You're potential. You, you have to prove your innocence now, by them searching all your stuff. And everyone you. in this country is a potential th- terrorist until you pass their ex- inspections. Yep. But we can't call the federal government terrorists. No, by oh. no means. <laughs> you're looking we at, can't question you're, them. You're looking at long jail time if you try that. 
I mean, seriously, they've done a really good job of lawyering up, lawyering up against the Constitution. Yeah. Right. And somehow they know best. But it's funny when Trump's in there, the left hates it. When Biden's in there, the right hates it. And both of them are saying, ah, the government sucks when it's not their guy. Right. The government sucks. We hate the government. When your guy's in there, it's cool. Government's cool. Right. We want government to do for me what I already should have done, which is ridiculous. This is yeah. how Americans think. This is how this is how debased we've become as a society. The left really wants government authority to tell you to let them sin. And you better not tell me I can't. Hence, Canada's government that just passed that bill. Anybody who protests against transgenderism pays a fine and increased jail time. It's like, well, we're not protest. We're not going against the ones who protest the church. Or throwing pastors in jail in England, a woman got arrested, <clears throat> I think it was twice for praying outside abortion clinics it praying it wasn't even praying it was under the suspicion that she was praying well and she was across the street and she was praying silently yeah and and because of that suspicion they arrested her this is a uk guys coming down the pike which right? we're not going to allow in jesus name we got to keep fighting and that's that's and it wouldn't stop us from with, praying anyway right and, and when we talk about this stuff, we talk about it of like, hey, be aware of this so that we can fight against it, so that we can push up against it. So we can pew, pew, another day. Pew, 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 pew. So show everybody what we've been working on the last two nights there, big boy. I only sent a couple. It wouldn't uh, upload, would it? He's dragging, he's dropping. He's figuring out. Hey! That's one of them. Nope. Nope. Oh. Dad, burn it. <sighs> Wait. There a, we go. I, I thought. Hey. Connection might drop a little bit. It shan't. In the name of the Lord. Alrighty. Here we are. So the last couple nights, that's a black wall. Mike's phone takes really good pictures. Look at that. So there, we, we're building out the studio now. And uh, the last couple nights have been very, very good. Look at me. I'm working hard. <laughs> that's the picture you sent? That's the picture you sent? You jerk. So Mike, wow. was it, uh, painting the new podcast room you all suck, by yourself? <laughs> I worked hard. Massey was there. He was supervised. <laughs> hey, you missed the no, spot. Now Massey was rolling. I was cutting in. Yeah, he's cutting in. I'm rolling. He's got a steady hand. I don't. Um, it, but with it, we it's got some, it out. We got some time lapse video going on. Look at that carpet, though. Who wants to donate to get us some throw rugs? <laughs> Whew, that color's brutal. But hey, which this is this is your time. If you guys want to help donate towards that buildup, that that'd project. be fantastic. Yeah. We've got some things to do for it. Um, you know, obviously our budgets are spoken for and we're just believing God that he'll provide. And someone came out to us with cash uh, the other day, 500 bucks and said, Hey, I want you to you know, use this for the build out, which is great. And, uh, but we're accepting your sport contributions for our new rooms and offices because we are kicking butt out there because of the Lord. And we love it. And we leave to Ohio this weekend for four days. Yep. That's all. I got. That's all yep. I got too. Yep. 
and pray for us fast and, and pray and, and all those things because I just want the Lord to be magnified. Um, I'm realizing more and more, the more I, I step into this spiritual side of it and fasting and praying, I'm realizing more and more uh, the importance of it, um, how serious this fight is for real. Um, it's not like uh, promoting the ministry or anything like that. It's about, man, people need Jesus, dude, for real. So we're excited, man. We'll be at a convention for two and a half days. Um, we'll come back Sunday, uh, Sunday night, actually. And um, I don't know. Just keep praying for us. And and pray heavy because, of course, the spiritual attack comes. You know, it, it, it's just expected. But we're, we're going to keep going and we're going to keep pushing forward and we'll fight. You know, so thank you so much, guys. I, I hope you got something out of this. Nothing. I, it was kind of a weird tangential podcast but that's okay um and if you if you want to disagree with us by all means raise it uh leave your comments send your emails uh we love having discussion we just really appreciate you guys that you guys are here with us that you're helping us move forward that you're partnering with us to push and and get the gospel out and to raise up disciples. That's such a forgotten part yeah, of all of this. We are here to raise up disciples. It's our job. So and that's I, why we're doing what we're doing. And and we got to keep bearing fruit. Like your job is to make sure those disciples know the truth, right? And how they go out and do it is not on you. That's on the Lord. Yeah. Let him lead them. So just keep discipling, keep encouraging, keep pushing, keep doing what you need to with your kids. I mean, <laughs> One of the things that I used to hear parents say, we're not going to force our kids to go to church and force and force. It's like, there's a difference between forcing and disciplining. Like we're discipling our kids to go and hear these things. When my sons told me, man, one of my sons told me, man, this youth leader is just boring. You know, uh, the, the one of their youth leaders. And, and I said, have you prayed for him? And he goes, no. I said, why don't you pray for him? Dude. The like two weeks later, he comes back, dad, I, he pastor prayed for me and it was really fire. Blah, blah blah and i was like so did it change your heart he goes yeah dad i was wrong i shouldn't have said so like are we teaching our kids so like one of the things we talked about with churches sorry it's tangent yeah, you're, you're, longevity yeah if we don't like it we leave right yeah. well when we grew up man when it comes to work when it comes to church it's like so we may have a, a season of it just doesn't i'm not feeling it well then you pray into that season you right. be that thing that you're looking for man we don't have this well then plant your crack in there and start doing the thing that you need you know like we, need to, we don't have a prayer. We don't have a prayer team, an all 24-hour prayer room. Well, then sign your butt up and ask for it. a room and start doing it. And do you it. realize the things you're complaining about, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of hard work. <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh, maybe I have bit off too much. You may be, right? So there's reasons sometimes your churches don't have. And I'm not saying to the dead ones. I'm not saying I know there's dead churches. But maybe you're called there to help revive that church. And, Who knows? And sometimes I think your personal calling and conviction is not the pathway or the the direction ah. of the church because sometimes it's well we need to be doing a lot more with the homeless and that kind of thing cool that that may be your direction and more power to you and if if there's a way the church can help you in your mission cool they will but the church is not necessarily called to that mission there's different parts of the body different aspects and i think sometimes we think every single church needs to be a grab bag of every single little thing no churches have strengths and weaknesses and oftentimes what happens is a person comes and says, we need a softball league. Who's going to put it forward, right? The question is, who's going to start it? You start it. 
Um, and that's, I know that may sting because some people are like, well, my church should be doing this. If you have a passion for it, do it. You know, the, the, the reason why it's so funny is because I've heard it before. Oh, I'm sure. It's like, we need, we a, need we a basketball need, league. We need a softball league. Yeah, we, we need, need, we need, we need that. We need a, you know, something to do with the city. Like we got to get people involved. It's like, go ahead. Go. Like you, go ahead. I don't have time. I, and I think it, it comes down to, we want somebody else to complete the vision that we've got. Good call. And that's, Good call. That's a, a that's not a great spot to be in. Is you shouldn't want other people to complete your vision for you. Go complete your vision. That's right. And people will come and support. If, if God has given you the vision, man, He will put the pieces in place for it to get done. But <laughs> so, it was a hodgepodge. hodgepodge. Today's been a good day. It's been all over the place. Yeah, we we hit stuff. And thank you. <laughs> listening that's probably the best sign off we've ever had we love you i mean last week we, we how do you top friday that was fun that was fun but <laughs> brush not with today we, we, hit, the we, yeah, hit, the we hit the pinnacle yeah we hit the pinnacle and now it's like downhill from three, here folks three and then years, we're three and then we're in, dead here we go <laughs> and then we're done right <laughs> downhill and done all right anyways thank you so much yeah, guys bye. we love y'all we'll see you friday yeah bye all right love you bye. guys bye